I'd like to thank everybody for joining our podcast today. Today is the 27th of August, and today's discussion is COVID. Tanisha, take it away. Um, the shutting down of the tribe due to COVID and how it has caused a hardship for our tribal members. Well, personally, I think the COVID shutdown is an excuse for us to not be able to join the CBC meetings and is uh, used as a way to keep the governing body of the Comanche Nation quiet. And to not allow us to have our voice heard. I agree. Um, I know that I had expressed this to a CBC member over this last week. I I had told them, you know, uh, I had asked, will the next meeting be open? And the response was, I'm not sure. I don't think so. And I asked, well, why not? Um, I said, if our tribal administrator can travel to a whole other country and not wear her mask and be out and about and doing whatever, then she can open the campus and face tribal members. Well, question one is, what was she doing out of the country to begin with? And was that tribal or was that personal? I'm sure it was personal, but what, you know, we can't stop her from vacationing. But my, my point is, take go on vacation, but at least wear your mask. You know, we all seen the pictures that were circulated on Facebook. You were, you were not wearing your mask. Your server that was serving your food was wearing their mask, but you was not, you know, and, and my point, you know, going back to what I was, you know, my point is if you can travel out of the country and not wear your mask and not social distance, then you can definitely open the campus back up and speak to your tribal members face. Exactly. Well, especially since her job is the day-to-day operations at the tribe, so she comes in contact with all the employees and directors and anybody that she has to deal with on a daily basis, and then for her not taking precautions, knowing she has to communicate and be around all these people was very reckless on her part. Not only reckless, but I think that position anyway should be a vaccinated position. Well, there's pros and cons because uh, we've had many diseases before. The flu being one that many people died is probably as many as the COVID. But it wasn't uh, mandatory to go have a vaccine for it. It was your choice. We and I think if we start to when the army gave us blankets full of smallpox. Yeah, but if we start mandating things. Uh, as far as vaccines, yeah. what, what's going to be next? Yeah. They're going to mandate. Then we lose all our rights. And it was recently reported in OSHA report that um, if you mandate your employees to get a vaccination, you will be responsible of any adverse effects from that vaccination. And yes. I don't think that's a responsibility a lot of companies want to take. You know, right, if you're requiring them to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a person's choice whether they work there or not. If they don't want to take the shot... And they require it because private business people that own their own company can say, these are the requirements of the job. 
the tribe can say that too, but as tribal people, uh, we 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 were free. I mean, we're sovereign nation to make our own decisions, and for, from outside uh, pressure to do this, then I don't think we should bow down to that. But the state of Oklahoma in itself is a right to work state. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So. So, yeah. And back to the issue at hand was um, closing due to COVID and the hardships that it caused in our tribal members. Um, one being optometry and, and diabetes program. You know, how many tribal members do we have that are diabetic? And a lot of our tribal members, they need glasses. They yeah. need contact, you know. Yeah. Uh, namely, our children. You know, every year the tribe was doing a... Um, an entire month dedicated to our children to make sure they have their eyeglasses and you know so they can see and it's just not happening you know my son um, my oldest being one of them he, I'm not able to get him in they're only seeing 12 people at a time and uh, when they shut down this whole time you know we, we went uh, and paid for exams out of our pocket money we didn't have because I you know with me being out of work and um, that cost us eight hundred dollars for three yeah. for three and that was just it was two hundred dollars an exam and then that didn't include the glasses you know I, I had the alternative of using modern eyes which the tribe paid but I was still paying two hundred dollars for each exam you know we have four children and uh, the three that we did do exams on, that was six, and then myself, and we're all enrolled tribal members, so we take advantage of the the optometry. optometry I, I do too. And yeah. I know that we have a lot of uh, tribal members that need, you know, they need glasses. You know, our children need their glasses. They need to be able to see. And I, you know, aside from IHS at the time. You know, they keep they, they make it sound so easy. We'll call IHS. We'll call IHS. Okay. I think IHS is the answer for exactly. and well, it's not. With that, it they're booked up. And at the time that my daughter she she broke her glasses, uh so she needed them. And I, I know when I called at the time and I said she broke her glasses, you know, you guys don't know, we're still closed, but you can go to IHS. Well, I called IHS and IHS was a month out. My daughter didn't have a month because it was the, towards the end of school. So we had to do it, you know, I had to do it myself because she was going to practices, volleyball practice, basketball practice, you know, and her breaking her glasses, it really did affect, especially when she's out on the court and she's not able to see, you know, period so it just it caused so them being closed it, it did cause a hardship and then you're you're costing your tribal your it's costing your tribal members more when you shut down because if they don't have those services available then they have to go out of pocket and some of these families don't have it like you know like ourselves we didn't have it but I found you know we did it yeah we, it was $800 that was, we didn't have, but we did it. We yeah. made it work because it was, it was needed. Yeah. Our children yeah. needed, we didn't have a choice. It didn't, oh, it's not something we could put off. But, oh, I'll wait till they open. We didn't have that luxury. We had to get it done. And 
I think that when they decided to shut down the campus, the tribal campus, they didn't think it through. You know, you, you don't realize you're causing your tribal members more hardship. Yeah, yeah, more of a hardship, especially our diabetics. Or at least, you know, if you're going to shut down the campus, if we have to provide on our own, do like um, reimbursement of some sort. Yeah. You know? And that was something that I had asked, you know, when I called up Tomji, I said, because they're only seeing 12 people at a time, and I said, they said, well, you know, you can use, I, that was the thing, we'll call IHS, and I said, it's going to take a while to get back in there, because not only, you know, the Comanche tribe isn't the only tribe that uses IHS. We're not the only one that utilizes IHS. We have all these surrounding tribes, and the Comanche Nation isn't the only one calling optometry. You know, we're going up against other tribes, you know, that are using it, and they're just not, they don't have anything open. So the best way for us to do it is, again, to call the town doctor and or, you know, optometrist and get it done, and I asked, well, are you guys going to help with vouchers to get exams done? And they said, no. And I thought, wow, you know, so you're, you're ex right. yeah, you expect your tribal members to go elsewhere and they already can't, you know, some can't afford it. And so I don't know. So I, that's just my opinion, you know, if our tribal member, or excuse me, our tribal administrator can travel out of the country to go on vacation, to do whatever, and not wear a mask, yeah. and then not require the employees that are going. I've seen a lot of tribal employees out and about grocery stores, shopping, none of them wearing a mask. Not one wearing a mask. But yet, you want to close the campus down due to COVID. Well, we're the only ones that are closed down. Memorial still, they're still taking patients. IHS still taking patients. You know, grocery stores are open. It's just, I don't, I didn't see the point of it. It's yeah. just, in when my When I went opinion, to IHS, the emergency room, they wouldn't take me in because they didn't have any beds. And they tried to take me to Ada. And I'm like, why should I have to go all the way to Ada? You know, I just went to Memorial and I was in in two seconds. But I have private insurance too. Yeah. You know? But not everybody has private insurance. It's not something that you have to consider. And I got the private insurance for... Native Americans and the government not only pays 100% of my premium, but the insurance company itself pays 100% of everything. I have zero copay, zero deductible, zero out-of-pocket expense, nothing. And I don't understand why more tribal members aren't on this program. Why so you more pay a monthly, monthly amount for the insurance? And you just got to make under what seventy five thousand. Really, well, that would qualify a lot of a lot of people. You know. Yeah. Wow. And my premium is five hundred dollars, and the government pays my premium every month. Hmm. And my insurance is the best. I mean, I've called it. Yeah. That's good. It's yeah. Just, I just. Think and that. it's not Blue Cross Blue Shield either. Yeah. I just think that you know. Shutdown was not. Not. I think it was again. It, there was a hidden agenda behind closing the campus due to COVID. It's to shut us up as tribal members. Shut us out. Yeah. Shut us out. Shut us up. 
keep us out? Well, if, if you're going to close the campus because of COVID, but yet you leave the employees working there, they're still apt to get COVID, just like her being down in uh, Mex- or Mexico, coming back and giving everybody at the complex COVID. And did she quarantine when she returned? Not that I know did of. Did she take a test yeah. when she returned? It just, I don't know. Like I said, you know, we traveled. I traveled too, but we wear our masks. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I tested when I got home because I have an unvaccinated child at home. And I tested for his safety. Not, you know. But the thing is, is you can go someplace and come back, like you said, and test. But then you may not get it because there is an incubation period. And maybe a couple days later, just like with her being in another country, she didn't come back and test and be negative. That's why they say quarantine 14 days, because if you're going to come down with it, you're going to come down with it within those 14 days. Yeah, yeah so it's not going to be yeah, day one or day two, but you still can get it within those 14 days. So she just jumped right back into work yeah. while and exposed. Yeah. She would, you know, she yeah, so we don't know how many could could come down with it, maybe, you know, maybe none, but And still. that's what I'm saying, you know, when, yeah, you're, in that, in that when you're in that yeah. position, you know, a position to make day-to-day um, decisions, you know, you're just oversee, you make, you, you make the policies. Yeah. You know, if you're out there making this policy and trying to enforce it, and you're trying to enforce it on your, you're enforcing this on your tribal members. When you shut down due to COVID, and we don't, you know, you can't come up to the tribe because, you know. And then act like it doesn't apply to you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then turn around and go out of the country.